1: For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C O R I E N T.com. Corient.com.
2: Well met, fellow adventurers. Back in the Silver Quest headquarters for the next adventure, which is called Marked. The barely legible note tacked to the inside of the door makes mention of a task of no small urgency to be undertaken as a nearby farm. Yet another job your fellow Quest members have apparently seen fit to cast your way. And it begins. It can be normal or scaled. I'll go for normal. Here we go. The barely legible note tacked to the inside of the door of the Silver Quest headquarters makes mention of a task of no small urgency to be undertaken at a nearby farm. Yet another job your fellow quest members have apparently seen fit to cast your way. The final line inked upon the tattered scrap of plater includes both a polite thank you from Prithin and the admission that he and the west rest of the quest have gone to Migspool to do with what he refers to simply as Important business. Somewhat miffed by the incons- sometimes inconsiderate mad- manner of your comrades, you tear the note from the door and carefully re-read it. Your eyes scour the sloppy scrawl that covers most of the wicked scrap of paper. Zoop, at your earliest convenience, could you please pay a visit to our old and dear friend, Ma- mildwin Edgeward? He seems to be having a bit of trouble at the Troll. I believe you know. Know the Edgewood Farm? Just outside the city? north a bit along the road that need leads past High Mantlewood. Would have taken on the job myself, but Teak, Isquidar and I have been called away to Migsbrook to attend to some very important business. And be warned, Myrlim Lowe's parting with his gold. Except no less for our services than you feel is warranted. Luck and prayers put them. Still dismayed at the lack of attention shown by your fellow quest members to the matter described in the note, you crumple up the piece of paper and flick it into the smoldering fire. Then, without giving things a second thought, you begin to prepare for the relatively short trek to Myron Edgewood's farm. Nearly an hour after setting out from the quest headquarters, you arrive at your destination. Set back against a sweeping arm of the vast, wild tangle, known as High Mantle Mantle Wood, the Edgewood Farm seems a lonely speck, in danger of being swallowed up by the encroaching forest. You've only just started along the tree-lined path. Leading up to a small, somewhat whamshackle abode, where you're met by a tall, thin, elderly man, leaning heavily on a sturdy oaken cane. The old man, his head covered by a shock of stark white hair, glowers as you approach and mutters something to himself. Here to chase off
1: the troll?
2: He asks, halting halting when he's within a few feet of you. I'd expected Prithian to come out, but I'll not fuss over it. And don't think you're going to take my last bit of coin for such a simple job. If I was younger, or if my hired help wasn't half scared to death, I'd already won off that beast, named Edgeward. If you haven't already guessed, guessed as much. Mylon Edge ward When you introduce yourself, yourself by name and state that you're also the leader of the Silver Quest. His eye briefly widen, though he ultimately sneers. Standards are slipping these days, he says. Seems if there's no outfit is immune to it. Come on then. Haven't got all day to brand you about with you Leader of the Silver Quest or not. This way! Mylan brings you to one of them, his more remote pastures. There, near the centre of the field, he directs your attention to a patch of bloody ground several feet in diameter. A quick examination of the nearby terrain reveals a faint, bloody trail leading out of the grassy expanse and running up to the looming edge of the forest. Troll, he says resolutely, whapping at the, the end of his cane on a walk Nothing else around these parts could have made off with one of my heifers like this. Had trouble with trolls some some few years back now, but had have a for- good fortune of obtaining the service of the troll hunter. He ran them down white right quick. He even let me keep the heads. They're mounted to my barn.
1: Just over there.
2: The old farmer waves his cane in the direction of the leaning, dilapidated structure on the far side of the adjoining pasture. After glancing at the unremarkable building for about as long as it takes you to draw a single breath, you tell Mylon you'll have a look round to see what you find. Look all you want, like, he says frowning. But you find something but find something you'd best. I'm a very busy man. I'll not stand to have my time squandered by feckless endeavors. Bring me the head of the troll and you'll be paid for it. Okay, so a few options now. I'll just begin the investigation or discuss the terms of your service. I'll ask Myron how he knows a troll is responsible. I'll do the first one. Of course it's a troll, rages Myron. Ah, angrily rapping the end of his cane against a wooden fence that skirts the perimeter of this field. And I don't know what kind of troll it is, but that's your spot, isn't it? It's a troll. It's always trolls up this way. And I'll be ever so happy if you will take care of this one so it can bring me no further bother. Myland sighs. Now then, he says slightly more composed, I'll leave you to it. Discuss the terms of your service. I don't think this is going to get anywhere, but I'm just going to click it again so I can do the angry, angry geezer voice. The merest no mention of the terms of your service on behalf of the Silver Crest causes Myron's face to rapidly adopt a deep crimson hue. The old man shakes his head and frowns, telling you he refuses to discuss anything of the sort until the problem has been resolved. To this his satisfaction, you bring me that beast head Head, and then we'll settle up," he says, folding his arms tightly across his cramps. "I don't part with my hard-earned coins for a song and a promise." Really, what well, was a really good song? <laughs> uh, so I could insist on settling things now, or I could relent and begin my investigation. Oh. You know, I, I, I've, I've really had enough of this guy. I, 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 I prefer trolls. They're, they're, they're not as annoying. Relent and begin your investigation. Seeing no point in arguing with him at present, decide it best to begin your investigation and to settle with the farmer later. That's right, lad, says Myler, nodding. We're now doing things the proper way Work first and pay after Quite right And I expect I really hope then there better be pay Well not 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 personally but the the quest has you know things We don't wanna be we don't wanna be <laughs> Don't, be taken a, don't want the quest to be taken advantage of. As Marlin departs, he turns and calls back to you, reminding you, needlessly, that he wants the head of the troll as proof of the completed job. It's only right, he says. Yes, it's only right. With Miller now out of your way, you set about set about making a thorough examination of the pasture, starting with the spot where the attack on the cow took place. But finding nothing of any real significance, you turn your gaze to the looming tangle of woods to the north, high mantle wood. Moving slowly from the edge of the pasture to the border of the forest, you discover a faint trail marked by blood. The trail ends at the tree line, leaving you with little indication as to the direction of the troll. Or whatever it was that took the cow went upon reaching the trees. Hmm. Okay, how, how did the trail end? Did the troll climb a tree? I mean, it is a troll. Have, have more leaves fallen? I mean, is it autumn? Could be autumn. Uh. I mean, more leaves have fallen, they have covered up the trail. Mm. Or maybe the blood just ran out. Realising you may be in for a long and difficult search, you take one last look around the sprawling, fence-line pastures before plunging into the thick of the wood. It doesn't take you very long to find what it is you believe you're looking for. Less than an hour after stepping into high-mantle wood, you discover a cave at the base of a thorn-straddled hillock, not far inside the southern border of the forest. After observing the broad, dark opening from a safe distance for several minutes, you cautiously move in for a closer look. Near the mouth of the cave, you discover the bloodied, fleshless bones of a large cow. The meat appears to have been recently torn from the bones, leaving you to believe that you have indeed discovered the remains of Mylin Edgeworth's missing hypha. After concluding your examination of the bones, you turn your attention to what is presumably the entrance to the lair of the creature you've come here seeking. You're standing just outside the mouth, broad mouth of the cave, Less than a quarter of a mile inside the southern edge of high mantle wood. The grizzly, flesh-stripped remains of a cow, presumably the missing heifer, are strewn about the ground nearby. So, I could rest here, but I don't have to yet, so enter the cave. You're standing just inside the mouth of the cave. To the east, a broad, uneven passage plunges out of sight into the gloom. The faint scent of washing rotting flesh floats on the air here. Alright, I'm in the northwest corner, going east. The faint odour of washing flesh whilst through the dark passages of this forest cave. Alright, now I'm going south. Alright, in the southwest corner now, going east you discover a heap of debris in this section of the cave the substantial piles filled with all manner of objects including the skeletal remains of several humans and the rotting carcasses of several forest creatures the stench of decay is quite strong here so i can search through the gruesome pile A search through the bone-filled debris turns up the following. It's some loot. Pretty good loot, actually. Uh, Okay, I've took all the good stuff. Uh, No gold this time. Satisfied you haven't overlooked anything, you take a few moments to check over your belongings before once again setting off through the gloom. Okay. See there's a little circle in the southwest corner. Okay, I'm going down down the south there's a passage in the southeast corner. Little alcove here. Extension of decay. We discover a heap of debris in extension of the cave. The substantial part is filled with all manner of objects, including skeletal remains of several humans and the watting carcasses of several forest creatures. The sense of decay is quite strong here. Search through the pile. Okay, I found some loot. I'll take some stuff. Well, that's as much as I can carry, so I guess that'll be it. Probably should probably should have sold before I went here. Oh well. Satisfied you haven't overlooked anything, you take a few a few moments to check over your belongings before once again setting off through the gloom. All right. Okay, I'm in the near the southwest east corner. I'll go to the north. I'll go to the east. North alcove. Suddenly. Pick a random number, bonus of 40, 10 from agility, 10 from luck, 10 for woodmanship, got to get 75 or more, or I'll get hit on the head by something probably. So 77, success. You nimbly dodge the stripe of a clawed hand and instinctively fall back several feet, drawing yourself into a combat-ready stance as you stumble to a stop against the cave wall. Standing only a few feet away, its angular head adorned with a strange white mark in the shape of a diamond, it's a hulking forest troll. The frightening beast, its angular head, head adorned with a strange... Strange white marking, the shape of a diamond. Hm, said that twice, that must, must be important. Snarls viciously before bounding towards you. With your every nerve on edge, you wholly determine a course of action. So I could flee immediately. Am I'm I tempted to do that? Not because I want to flee, but more because I want to explore the west of the cave. I could use Archery, Telekinesis, Shadow Magic, or Fortification. Or I could just fight this role, but first, I'm just going to get out of here first. You turn and flee from the troll. The fearsome creature lunges at you from behind. Pick a number. Bonus of 40. 20 from Agility, 10 from Body, 10 from Luck. Got to get 75 or more, or I'm going to get hit. 125 success. You nimbly twist to the side, narrowly dodging the troll's deadly claws as you flee back along the dark cave passage. With the creature's savage snarls echoing off the walls behind you, you sprint through the gloom, not daring to either slacken in your pace or look back until you reach the mouth of the cave. You dash out of the cave and into the forest, fearing that you will not be able to outrun the troll. You dive into a dense thicket of bracken and press yourself against the ground. Moments later, survival preceded by a series of guttural snarls, the troll emerges from the cave mouth and sniffs the air. Then, as if startled by something, Something unseen, the savage creature's eyes widen and it grunts several times before turning and bounding off into the wood. Thankfully, in the opposite direction from where you lie hidden. Oh, hmm. well, this, I guess it's ending the quest. After several minutes, you decide, hope, that the beast is now gone and quickly make your way out of the forest back to Edgewood Farm. Content to consider the task completed even though there's no head. You return to the farm and find Mild and Edgewood, mending one of the many fences that segregate the various sprawling plots it dutifully tends. He listens intently as you describe to him your encounter with the troll and the beast's subsequent departure. "'Cross, I can't be certain it's gone for good, can we?' he says, sneering. Suppose I can't complain?' I did ask for its head, but one way or the other it's gone. So, or so you tell me. I'll have to live with that. Okay, when you begin to discuss the matter of payment with him, Mylon frowns and shakes his head. Couldn't wait to get to that bit, could you? He scoffs. Mylon tells you that without the head of the troll as he's requested, he's only willing to pay 50 gold. You can accept the sum and be happy with it, he says, sneering. I'm not made of gold. Okay, I'll accept the 50 gold, but only because I'm not... This isn't... I'm not gonna... I'm gonna not gonna... This is not how the quest is going to be finished. I'm gonna quit without saving later. With no desire to enter into an argument with Mylon, begrudgingly accept his offer of 50 gold. There. You've got more than enough for the job. You ought to know. No, there are these aren't times that folk find folk with gold to spare, he says. You and your lot might have a different idea there. But out here, among real folk, we know what's what and we know what's right. Fighting back the urge to tell the pompous, unpleasant miser what you truly think of him. You say nothing in response. After bidding Myrland a hasty farewell, you set off on your way, eager to leave his farm and return to the relatively pleasant surroundings of the Alderstone. As you stroll along the roads that lead back to the gates of Twythick, you find yourself excessively glad to be done with the task, and to have la- and have seen the last of and Edgeward for, hopefully, quite some time, perhaps forever. Nearly two weeks after you return for Edgewood Farm, your account of the excursion into the cave continues to draw both comments and questions from your fellow quest members. Based on your detailed description of the beasts in the cave, your three companions solemnly conclude it was a marked troll that you encountered. And there's a link for Mark troll. Marked troll is the name given to a troll Usually, a forest troll that bears a white diamond shape marking on either its scalp or forehead. The origin of these strange and distinct markings is not known. Though many have speculated, they are rooted in dark sorcery. It is commonly believed that that the mark that the marking grants a troll exceptional strength, speed, and longevity. Trolls marked in this manner are reported to have risen more than once after having been slain, much to the profound dismay of those who find themselves engaged in battle with them. Thankfully, marked trolls seem to be quite rare. Okay, but who marks them? Who marked the trolls? Doesn't... We don't know. Crazy wizard, presumably, because that that, tends to be if something happens in fantasy which doesn't make sense, wizard did it. Iskadar seems particularly disturbed by the revelation and promptly admits that just the knowledge these creatures yet roam the wilds, worries him greatly. I'll have to agree," says Prithen gravely. "Strange and unsettling to know we have yet that yet another creature, which, by all accounts, should no longer exist, is still prowling about. Pritton is quick to suggest that a hunt for any more of the foul creatures be taken in High Mantle Wood. Though both Teakin and Iskadar seem somewhat disinterested, if not a little leery of the prospect." Despite their apprehension, the real source of what you've yet to determine, you can't help but think that Prithian's suggestion may indeed prove necessary. Perhaps sooner than later. The end. That ends this quest. Because I didn't actually slay the troll, there's no reward at the end. But the next adventure is unlocked. But I'm not even gonna I'm not even going to reveal anything about that because it's time to quit without saving. And let's just Well Well I'm gonna I'm gonna clear my inventory and explore explore the northeastern part of the cave, but I got to get to it first. So I'm gonna pause for a bit. Okay, I'm back. time to explore the northwest corner northeast corner, going down a very long passage. and at the end you discover a heap of debris in this section of the cave. It's a substantial pile is filled with all manner of objects, including the skeletal remains of several humans and the watting carcasses of several forest creatures. The stench of decay is quite strong here, search through the gruesome pile. A thorough search through the bone filled debris turns up the following. Some more loot to loot, some of it's pretty nice, sell it for a pretty penny, and a selection of ugly pennies as well, satisfied you haven't overlooked anything. You take a few moments to check over your belongings before once again setting off through the gloom. Okay, backed. Now, let's go get that troll. That marked troll. Because after all, don't want to be fleed. Old Millen Edgeward will yell at me. Suddenly, pick a random number, Yet it's the same as the first time, failure, a massive clawed hand slams into the side of your head, sending you sprawling onto the floor of the cave, 34 damage. With your skull aching and blood streaming running down the left side of your face, you swiftly regain your feet and turn to find a hulking forest troll standing only a few feet away. The frightening beast, its angular head adorned with a strange white marking, the shape of a diamond, snarls viciously before bounding towards you. With your every nerve on edge, you hurriedly determine a course of action. So it's the same options it was last time. That is, fight, fortification, shadow magic, telekinesis or archery. I'll give telekinesis a go. It succeeded. 16 XP to telekinesis. You channel your power telekinesis and project a powerful, invisible wave of energy, the bounding troll. Your telekinetic blast slams into the troll's chest and sends the creature toppling back into the cave wall. The troll bellows in agony as it staggers back to its feet. Wounded, but very much alive, The Hawking Troll again charges forward and attacks, swiping out at you with its deadly stone hard claws. Alright, it's a marked forest troll, time to fight it. The troll bellows with rage as it attacks. Hmm, probably something to do with the demon. This Mark Twelve, probably not directly. It's just general awe of malevolence that the demon is just, imbu- just just seeping into Tysa. It's just making things bad in vague and in many vague and terrible ways. Slain, but as we previously heard, it's probably not going to stay slain. 61 XP. You step back from the bloodied remains of the troll and struggle to catch your breath. As you wipe away the sweat streaking down your brow, your heart suddenly skips a beat. The lifeless carcass at your feet is moving with a savage snarl. The troll quickly regains its feet and lunges at you, its claws striccing through the air within inches of your face. It's a marked forest troll. And of course, since I'm fighting a troll, it's bonting time. Begin combat. Troll bellows with wages as attacks. Let's get some bonts in. Bont! You execute a powerful downstroke with the troll bolt for ten damage. All right, come on, let's finish it with a bont! Yay! Bonting! Seventeen damage from the. Bont. slain it. Bonting is lots and lots of fun. It's always fun to bont. Bont, 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 bont. Bont. Bont the trolls. You gotta bont your trolls. Okay, uh, it got up and I'm fighting it again. I didn't see the text because I... Rushed through the screen. So about that. All right, just... The enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 28 damage. And bonded it to death. It is slain. Is that it now? 21 XP. For several tense moments, you stand over the twitching, bloodied body of the troll. At last... The beast's torso shudder. shudders violently and the creature expires, its final, ragged breath, the last sound it will ever make in this world. Recalling Violin's demand to see the troll's head, you set about the grim task of removing it. To a few minutes of gruesome labour, you take possession of the massive severed head and prepare to make your way out of the cave. The faint watting faint odour of rotting flesh wasps through the dark passages of the forest cave. With the troll saying you're eager to leave the cave and return to Edgewood Farm. Alright, let's go rushing to the entrance. Uh, nearly there and there. Doesn't seem there was any any tricks this time. Leave the cave. You're standing just inside the broad mouth of a cave, less than a quarter of a mile inside the southern head edge of Wood. The grizzly, flesh stripped remains of a cow, presumably the missing heifer, are strewn about the ground nearby. With the troll now slain, you have little doubt that mining Edgewood's most immediate problems are now over. Return to Miling Edgewood's farm. You return to the farm and find Marlon Edwards many mending one of the many fences that segregate the, the various sprawling pots it user fleet ends. He as intently as you describe to him your encounter with the troll and the beast's brutal demise. Before you can say a word, you produce the troll's head and lay the gruesome trophy at its feet. He stares down, wide-eyed at the head. And looks and solely begins to nod. Look at the marking it has, he says, touching the white. Touching the (laughs) white. Touching the white diamond shaped mark on the troll's forehead, toe of his boot. Never seen anything like that before. What sort of troll is it? Very odd. I don't suppose you'd like to keep it. It's yours if you'd like. So I can keep the head or not. Hmm So keep the tall head or insist Mylon. Keep, I'll insist he keep it. I said he wanted the head. Mylin seems quite pleased when you tell him you want him to keep the head. Yes, I have a special place for this in my barn, he says. I've got quite a collection of heads and skulls in there. "'Beast mind? Not that sort!' "'When, when you when you begin to discuss the matter of payment with him,' "'Marlon frowns and shakes his head. "'Couldn't wait to get to that bit, could you?' he scoffs. "'Marlon is quick to tell you he's only willing to pay fifty gold.' "'You, you can think what you'd like about that,' he says, sneering.' I'm not made of gold. For you monster hunters, it might flow quite freely. but out here where I eke out a living? Alright, so, I could just accept the 50 gold for an easy life. Tell him the cost is 100 gold or 250 gold. I'm going to go for 250. Unwilling willing to allow Merlin to dictate the terms of the settlement. You tell him the cost... Having with him of the troll is two hundred and fifty gold. He immediately protests, though so you do your best to counter his unpleasant tactics. Pick a number. Bonus of forty. Twenty from diplomacy, ten from mind, ten from war. Uh, gotta get a hundred or more, or he'll just wear me down with sheer cantankerousness. Begin. One hundred and ten success, much to your surprise, Merlin eventually accepts the cost you've related to him and hands over two hundred and fifty gold there you got what you want, but though that these times that that these aren't times that fine folk with gold to spare, he says you and your lot might have a different idea about this, but out here. Among we all folk, we know what's what, and we know what's white. Fighting back the urge to tell the pompous, unpleasant miser what you truly think of him, you say nothing in response. After bidding Mylon a hasty farewell, you set off on your way, eager to leave his farm, and return to the wellishly pleasant surroundings of the Alderstone. Oh, wow must be really nice to hear if the Alderstone is relatively pleasant. As you stroll along the roads that lead back to the gates of Twithick, you find yourself excessively glad to be done with the task and to have uh, seen the last of Mylon Edgewood for, hopefully, quite some time. Perhaps forever. That be nice. Nearly two weeks after your return from Edgewood Farm, Your account of your excursion into the cave continues to draw both comment and question Question from your fellow quest members. Based on your detailed description of the beast in the cave, your three companions solemnly conclude that it was a marked troll you encountered. Iskidar seems particularly disturbed by the revelation and promptly admits that just the knowledge these creatures yet roam the wilds worries him greatly. I'll Have to agree, says Proythen gravely, strange and unsettling to know that yet another creature which, by all accounts, should no longer exist, is still prowling about. Profin is quick to suggest that a hunt for any more of the foul creatures be taken in high metal high mantle wood. Through both Teak and Iskridar. Are somewhat disinterested. If not a little leery of the prospect. Despite their apprehension. The real source of which you have yet to determine. You can't help but think. Pryphon's suggestion may indeed prove necessary. Perhaps sooner than later. And that ends this quest. It's done. Okay now I'll... don't have time to do the next quest, but I can read the description. Next quest is called Muldron. The towering creature of living rock stretches wide its gaping jaws and bellows with rage as its weighty fist slams into the earth, leaving behind a shallow crater on the spot of the ground you occupied only a split second ago. Now, that's a pretty hefty adventure with lots and lots of options. And so, all right, now just, so, but first, and we're going to be facing this, I should have the best equipment. And now I do. No point having a troll bond if you're not fighting trolls, after all. All right, so that'll be next time. But until then, farewell fellow adventurous
0: you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable viator has over three hundred thousand travel experiences to choose from